And for more, we're joined on the line now by Nadir Token, analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Good morning, Nadir. Good morning, Sakina. Nadir, let's start by looking at uh, the Eurozone PMI numbers um, uh, that are due out. Yeah, you know, I think uh, the one bright light in, the, in an otherwise fairly grim global economy, um, you know, has been the developed market economy. So the UK, Europe, and, uh, well, the UK, the US, and now increasingly, you know, Europe's economy gaining traction through their PMI numbers. I mean, we saw German retail sales numbers come out the other day, and we saw that they were definitively optimistic, you know. So the German economy is looking, in, is looking fairly robust, and that's having, obviously having spillover effects into the rest of um, Europe. And we see that uh, the UK economy is really pumping, and we see that uh, their retail sales numbers are up, their PMI numbers are up, property prices are going up, and obviously because of the regional, uh, their regional position, um, you know, their trade with Europe has naturally started to increase as well. And uh, that aside, you know, Mario Draghi's pledged to do whatever it takes and keeping interest rates uh, in exceptionally low and pumping a massive amount of quantitative easing into the European economy. Um, you know, seems to have got businesses investing and seems to have got uh, consumers consuming and uh, the unemployment rate is also coming under, um, you know, coming under control with uh, finally fallen below, um, you know, 12% after a very, very long drawn out period where the unemployment rate, um, you know, remained drastically high. So, you know, the European numbers seem to be fairly good. We expect to see uh, uh, PMI numbers above 50 across the board and, uh, you know, we, 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 we continue to hope that that economy continues to do well because obviously um, you know it's the second largest trade South Africa's second largest trading partner um, after China is the eurozone and the, 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 the woes that's been going on in China have been well documented um, you know so let's hope that uh, the European economy can recover and that obviously given that the number of car manufacturers in Europe that will obviously have a very positive spillover effect onto the demand for platinum which is uh, obviously fairly important for South Africa given that uh, we sit on some 80 percent of the world's platinum Absolutely. And then um, here at home, uh, business confidence uh, numbers coming out today, Nadir? Yeah, Sakina, unfortunately, that's, uh, you know, we're expecting a much bleaker picture to be painted there. Um, you know, business confidence numbers a couple of months ago were released was the lowest in 14, or sorry, lowest in 20 years, you know. So uh, businesses are not confident at the moment. You know, I mean, our economy is really bumbling along and uh, all not bumbling along. I mean, we had a negative second quarter economic growth number uh, come out just the other day, you know. So uh, while Moody's mentioned yesterday that we may avoid a technical recession, um, you know, you get something called a technical recession and something called an effective recession. So, you know, while we, we may escape a technical recession for all intents and purposes, the economy is growing so slowly, um, you know, that consumers and, uh, and, and, consumers and, and, and business leaders, you know, feel like that we effectively are going through a recession. So, you know, we're not seeing, we're seeing um, particularly companies on the JSE, you know, they have a significant amount of cash on their balance sheet, but uh, we're not seeing them deploy it in the South African economy, which is exceptionally concerning. So, you know, we're going to have to get some level of economic growth going again, um, you know, in order for businesses to feel confident, in order to invest in the economy, and for that snowball effect to really uh, to start to create some jobs. Mm. And uh, speaking of uh, that dreaded R word, um, update from Moody's Investor Services yesterday on South Africa. I see they say we're not yet on the brink of a recession. 
Yeah, that's right. You know, I think the one comforting thing that came out of the Moody's report, you know, I mean, whether we grow at one and a half percent or whether we don't grow at all, you know, yes, we avoid a technical recession, but, uh, you know, does the South African public really feel like they're in a better position? Um, You know, that's really debatable. And is economic growth outstripping population growth? Because that's effectively what matters. Is GDP per capita going up? Are people getting wealthier? And can people purchase more goods and services than they could a year ago. And, you know, that becomes a different debate altogether. So, you know, whilst we might avoid a technical recession, and these are good things because, you know, they keep our ratings on hold, we've got to understand that the economy is exceptionally tough, um, you know, and we've got to start, we've got to uh, have a private-public sort of relationship in order to get confidence going in the economy again and get the private sector investing in the economy again to get growth going. Now, in terms of Moody's report, I think the the biggest sigh of relief uh, that everybody took from that is that they mentioned that South Africa's credit outlook is stable, meaning that we probably, we, well, we definitely won't get a ratings downgrade from Moody's for the next 12 to 18 months. And, uh, you know, I think that's testament to how well Treasury has managed to manage South Africa's finances despite the fact that, uh, you know, our economy is growing so slowly. So uh, debt to GDP remains entrenched below 50%. Um, you know, another encouraging sign is that uh, about 90% of South Africa's debt is rand issued, meaning that uh, we're repaying our bills in rands as opposed to dollars, and obviously in an environment where the, where the rand's getting hammered as much as it is, um, you know, that's a positive sign because the cost of financing our debt is not going up every time the rand depreciates. And then the third point is that, uh, you know, if, if uh, Moody's keeps our, if the ratings agencies keep our, uh, the sort of, our credit rating on, uh, on investment grade, it means that, uh, you know, a lot more people are going to be holding our debts. A lot uh, more foreign investors are not going to be forced to sell our debts. And we're going to see uh, those uh, bond yields uh, remaining sort of in check and uh, our cost of financing not ballooning too much. You know, I think uh, at the budget speech, there's a lot of noise made about the fact that, you know, we're spending more on interest on servicing our debts than we're spending on social grants in, on the South African economy. So I think keeping that interest bill in check is the most encouraging thing that came out of the Moody's report yesterday. I mean, we saw our bonds react fairly positively, uh, coming, uh, coming down slightly after the announcement, the yields. So, you know, all in all, I think it is a positive, but, you know, let's not kid ourselves to, to say that, uh, you know, we've avoided a technical recession, so the economy is not difficult, uh, Sakina. We've got to get those GDP per capita numbers out so, uh, you know, we can have an improved situation for all in South Africa.